You are listening to the We Only Do One Take Podcast. The only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. Yeah, baby. Yes, it's 20,000 millimetres. <laughs> I don't know my millimetre to centimetre conversion. I am a doctor, people. But uh, 20,000 sounds about right. Sounds pretty good, <laughs> and Dweezil! We've got Dweezil on my lap. <laughs> he wants me to close my legs. I don't know what he wants. I think he wants to get down to be perfectly right. Oh, hang on. Let me just... Dog in the studio, everybody. Dog in the Sorry, studio. There we go. Hey, there we go. He's, he's getting away from the baby, you know. I think he is. Oh, I've got a rant. I have a fucking rant. I'm fired up, Turch. Alright. Shut the hell up, bitch. Go kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you is exactly what I want to happen. <laughs> Dr. Phil has said it. This is what I want. I'm not going to the part where he says kill you, but sit in the middle of the road and let a car hit over you is what I want. I'm Kieran, the author of the book, Only Turkeys Have Left Wings. <laughs> okay. Turch. I'm fucking fired up. We've got about an hour. We normally do an hour podcast. This could take the entire hour. I'm just bracing you for this. Citizens of the world, or of my podcast podcast world, I ventured out of the house today and went on a very important mission, and I got meat rubs. Okay. Not the sexual kind. The barbecue smoke meat rubs. I'm very proud. Yeah. I'm glad you clarified that because some people could have thought that this is heading in a different direction. And I went to the Q Club, which is a fine establishment in Melbourne. Yes. Yes. Many, many people enjoy going to the Q. You're going there on Saturday. Coincidence. And I've been there a number of times. Love it. Love it. Great. Great food. And the thing, every time I've gone to the Q Club, I've always been, it, it brings back hope because I look at the people that go to the Q Club to eat meat yeah. and they're dressed nicely, their hair's done, they look like they work, they look like good tax-paying citizens. Like when we went to the uh, Brazilian barbecue uh-huh. for, for our friend Bucks Night. Yeah. I was too wasted to pay attention to anyone else. <laughs> Yeah. Or well off people 
Yeah. Uh huh. And that's what happens when you go to the Q Club. You feel good. You feel like I could talk to anyone in this fine establishment about tax evasion. Exactly. <laughs> about paying the legal amount of tax, and everyone is on the same page. They're all libertarians. Okay, so you're with me? That's that's the fine establishment you're going to. And I was there. Now, the Q Club the Q Club is in East Brunswick. Now, Brunswick, as we know, is the home of the Socialist Democratic Party of Victoria, Daniel Andrews. That is his stronghold over this state. Well, it's definitely Labour. Uh, definitely Labour. Definitely Labor. Greens. Definitely. So it's, it's all kinds of... It's, it's a lot of people who The, the, the people that live there don't eat at the Q Club. No. That's what I can say. The renters, they rent. Yeah, yeah. Church. It's, close to, it's inner city. It's inner city, yes. So they all work in the city uh-huh. in like either marketing, which is not a real job. Yeah. Or they work in hospitality. Yeah, mainly hospitality. Yeah. And I, work at the Q Club. The, at least the people who work in marketing actually dress nicely. Mm-hmm. At the moment, like, I don't know if you know about that, but marketing is like it's full of women, mm-hmm. and they're all bad at their job because every single because it's it, 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 it's marketing and communications. But anyway, but women are the worst communicators. This this is not. <laughs> don't <laughs> sidetrack me on my rant. I haven't even got to what I'm complaining about yeah, yet. No, I've been to Brunswick many a times, and I'm always disappointed by the ferals and the people. And the, the, the extreme leftists that I see. Yeah, okay. I, I get that. But at least they've all been clothed. I don't agree with their clothing situation, but at least they have been clothed. Right. Are you following me here? Okay, I get you, Grandpa. Yeah. Okay, alright. I've got to get my rant prepared because I'm going to ring up 3AW tomorrow <laughs> and phone this in too. If you get on 3AW <laughs> and say this, can you please get a copy of it? I, I, oh, fuck yeah, and I'm sending in the photo. I took a photo. I sent you the photo. I sent you the photo. Okay. You're going to have to describe this to the audience because I'm too emotional. So there I am eating my steak. It was a special. And I look out the window and I see a man standing across. Well, before he gets there, a man standing across the street. And I went, oh, fuck me. Where is the police? This man needs to be arrested. There's something disgusting about this. And and then he 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 gets onto a bench and squats. You don't squat on a bench. Yeah. You sit on a bench. So He's squatting on a bench, Turch. They're not fucking shorts. No, well, he has no pants on. That's his underwear. Oh really? That's his underwear. No, no, he's on the phone. He's on the phone? He's not having a cigarette, yeah. Okay, okay. He's on the phone. Yeah. But he's wearing fucking underwear out in public. Well, well, look, 
I also wear up uh, underwear out in public, but that's underneath the pants. Okay. There, are, there's no pants. There's no shorts. I wanted to get a photo when he was standing, but then he went to squat, and then I was a bit, I was, I was horrified that he squatted on a bench, and then I was like, I don't fucking understand this world. I was like, why is the Q Club in East Brunswick? This is, this is not safe territory. I feel like I need to save the Q Club. The Q Club, I think, is safe. What we really don't understand here is why the gentleman. Especially Air Jordans. He's not wearing Air Jordans. I mean, I judge the people that wear tracksuit track pants outside in public. Oh, I do that. The bunny, the bunny, the bunny. <laughs> that's how you do house. That's how you do house. <laughs> but this man, this man, I went, I've never seen anything like this before. Wait till you go work, do, uh, do gardening and you're like, oh, let me go. No, no, gardening at the home bunny, with the tracksuit pants. No, no, that's fine. I have no qualms with the people that go to Bunnings. The Bunnings people are tax paying citizens. I actually don't own any track pants. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, you like you <laughs> so oh, by the way, yeah. when I run for council, I've actually got an update. I've got an I've got a fucking update. I went to a dog park area to do a run. I'm doing a 10-kilometer run yes. on Sunday. For the six miles? That's about, I don't know, I don't know. Ten, whatever. The fucking Americans can, can do the conversion. I'm not doing all the work here, all right? They can, they listen to this podcast. They can do the conversion. <laughs> okay, all right. I love America, by the way. America is the greatest country on earth. Okay, anyway, that being said, I was at the park and there's the local park. Anyway, bumped into, before I went for this run, bumped, this person was a dog walker. He was about 60, obviously retired and had like 10 dogs with leads. Anyway, having a bit of a chat. And he was saying the bloody council won't fix the gate to the dog park because the gate doesn't shut properly. And I said to him, well, I'm planning on running for council and I'm going to make it my mission to fix the gates, to fix the bins, and to give the Altona Surf Life Saving Club new flags. And he was with me. I told you, the, the life saving flags. <laughs> he wanted the gates to be fixed as the number one priority. But I went, that's it. I've got my slogans. That's it. You know what's great? Have you ever, there was an article years ago mm-hmm. people in LA. Yeah. Would come and quickly 
get rid of the cookies and mm-hmm. get over it. So what they figured out they could do is take the beanie over potholes ah. and draw giant dicks uh-huh. on potholes. Yeah. And the council would the next week come out and fix the pothole to cover up the graffiti. Yeah. So there was this bunch of people, vigilantes, yeah. heroes, I would call them, going around, probably people like us, <laughs> going, nah, pay the dick, done. <laughs> Have some fun it's in the meantime. Straight justice. Oh. So using the system against the system. I love it. Very good. I love it. So there you go, Turch. I'm really happy now that I've got my campaign. I'm very glad. Because I wasn't, I was never happy with fix the traffic lights. I can't remember what the other yeah, th- that, that was. I, I that was my other slogan. You, you gave me the lifeguard the one. Lifeguard's a good one. Yeah. I do. I really do think that's handy. Well, here I think there's something else you can have to fix. Okay. Because I've got a rant. Excellent. Uh, you go to the bathroom. Uh huh. Again, a lot of my things are bathrooms related because it's like one one. You're a man who takes takes. You're a man who takes pride in taking his shits and pisses in work time. Okay, so you, you clearly work for government then. Of course. You got yeah. money to spend on the paper towel dispensary. Thank God. Yeah. But they pack it uh-huh. so tightly right. that it's either you can't get them out because they're so tightly packed, or. You grab about 100 to get them free. Yeah. The, other, the final one, which you think happens the most often, because it's so tightly packed, you try to pull it and it just rips mm. and it sticks to itself. Mm hmm. I think we need a minister of paper towelness in bathrooms. Well, look, I don't understand. You have this great system. Yeah. You have this great system. And that was the tissues. Tissues are great because you pull one out up, right? Yeah. And gravity holds the rest of them down. Yeah. But I don't know why they do this. <laughs> why paper towel is a... T- There has to be a conspiracy theory around this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the conspiracy theory is. Oh, but I do want to hear some conspiracy theories. No, I got no more rants. I'm ra- I'm ranted out, Turch. 
shit. No, no wonder why you're exhausted when I turned up. Fuck, no way. I did it. Congratulations. I did it. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. Fast food restaurants. <laughs> the body positivity movement. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's, because really, it's all about following the money. And fat women, well, women in general love McNuggets. Mm. And they love, like, sushi and all that stuff. But they just like fast food type food. They don't like, if you get a woman, oh, I guarantee you. People have been in relationships for more than three months. Mm-hmm. You go to a woman anytime that, hey, let's go get McDonald's. Oh, sexy times happen. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. Yeah. It's a guarantee, right? Late night, women prefer late night McChickens or chicken nuggets or burgers and shit over a kebab. Mm-hmm. And if I go to you, hey, where do you want to go? We've been drinking all night. Oh, I'm going to say kebab. Kebab. Yeah. yeah. Women, I'll tell you the secret. Yeah. Fucking Easy done. Hand jobs all the way around. Brilliant. I'm just telling you now. Good lubrication. Good lubrication. <laughs> but that's the issue. They've gone together. Hey, how can we make these women eat more food? Being fat content. What is, you can't call it that. You can't call it Love Day. You know what I mean? <laughs> McDonald's Love Day. You know? Is that what we call it? What we call it bo- bo- body, body positivity. And suddenly. You you are onto something here. You are onto something here. Here's another one. Here's another one. When toothpaste and soap just companies mm. find that they're getting their profits are lower, they slowly increase the circumference of the opening of their product. Oh, that's well known. Yeah. 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 That's well known. Oh, You need to like make a hole that's one centimeter wide, two centimeters wide. No, you only have to make it like two millimeters wide because the actual circumference mm-hmm. is it's like a back formula. It's yeah, like two twelve inch pieces don't equal the same volume as a twenty four inch piece. Yeah, twenty four inch piece is like fucking massive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so they need to think of that. And I'm saying the across this. Oh no, no, they've been doing that for decades. No, that's a real conspiracy. There you go. Well, okay, I've got a final one. Uh-huh. What do you know about Ronaldo? What the fuck? Uh, is that, hang on, the lollies? No, no, no. no. The, the, the gorilla that was killed. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I thinking of? There, there's lollies that are close to Harambe. Uh, Harambone. Harambe. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Right? Anyway, and they've always, it's, it's a joke around the internet that that's what started, like, Trump being president, like, and all the memes and stuff like right, that. Right, 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 right. Like, that time, like, black people were like, oh, of course you killed the, the gorilla. Mm. But you didn't like the gorilla, you wouldn't have killed it. Mm-hmm. That was, the, that was the, the message. Sorry, can you plug me back in? Because I'm. 
I'm, uh, there we go. There we go. We've got this. The other conspiracy theory that we've got to, I'm going to talk about in this one is that Bush did 9 I'm ready. Here is a photo <laughs> of George <laughs> Bush with Harambe's mum. So, <laughs> what conspiracy theorists are getting together? Uh huh. You're persuaded that 2001's, you know, 9/11 attacks, but he met Harambe's mum in like 1999. Obviously. Orchestrated death. Mmm. Of Harambe as well. So here's a photo of him with the mum. And, uh. There you go. Bush did Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, some person's got a sign. So it's a bit confusing. Uh, I'm inclined to say that he not only uh, did the Twin Towers. Mm hmm. And why wasn't he in New York when they got... He was at his primary school. He was working. <laughs> he was... <laughs> Have you seen that video of him being told that 9-11's just happened? Yeah, he just like... He just sort of sits there and like, is like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. They pulled it off. Have you ever heard that? You know that Tower 7 also was destroyed? Tower 7? Tower 1 and 2, like the Twin Towers, yeah. like around there was a complex. Yeah. As a complex around. Yeah. Better? Yeah, much better. Um, as a complex around all the other buildings. Mm. And Tower 7, there was like eight, seven or eight towers. Tower 7 also destroyed, but it was not his last place. Uh huh. And the official story is that debris fell down from the Twin Towers and fell into Tower 7 enough for it to structurally break. Hmm. Interesting. And I heard on some conspiracy theorist podcast years ago. Right, 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 right. The reason why it collapsed is that what they did was the people that orchestrated 9-11, they said, hey, meet us at Tower 7. We're going to throw a big party Uh for all of you. We're going to watch it and it's going to be great and we'll do a big party there. And that way you've got front row view of... Of the tower going down. So they pile up all the people there. And so that there's no witnesses or anyone that can leak the information, they also blow that one up. Ah, uh huh, right, right, right. So we're hoping all the hookers got out and strippers. Yeah. But other than that, like, they just killed everybody off. And that's the other conspiracy theory that goes up to 9 11. I love all those 9 11 you're a man who loves conspiracy theories. Well, that's why I bring them in all. That's why I bring them in all the time. Kieran, would you like to? Uh, I'd love to hear a dad joke. Don't, don't have a dad joke. Hey, no, I, I, have, <laughs> I have, I have, I have, I have some. Uh, I have a review. Let's review some comedy. All right. Daughter or son, 
for this stuff because when we would post videos, it's meant to be like the best bits to get you in hyped. Mm-hmm. And this this woman uploaded this is a TikTok that's been you know put into uh, put on Facebook as well. And here's the clip. So this woman is it's from Dry Bar Comedy. This is a clip. This woman and. I love, there's nothing more I love than boomers in a month, women comedians, and actually not having punchlines in comedy. Mm-hmm. And this has everything that I want. Excellent. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Gen Z doesn't know how to write a check. They don't know how to address an envelope. They don't know how to read cursive. They don't know how to read a paper map. No. Is it a laugh track though? I don't know. So let's, let's just go through those things again that she said. Uh, I, I, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. She's setting up something. Okay. Let's keep it up. They don't know how to read a paper map. They can't get anywhere unless there's a GPS map on their phone. All I'm saying is if Gen Z takes over the world, it's going to be pretty easy to get it back. <laughs> If you're there, it might be funny. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to write our battle plans in cursive on a piece of paper. If you score for just. Gen Z doesn't know how to write it. That was not bad. If you, We're going to write our plans on cursive paper. 60 seconds a day. You should be able to do this. <laughs> We got, <laughs> we got uh, Tisha's porn coming up. Anyway, um, so really think about the joke was that hey, that the end part was I like the end part. All we have to do is write it in cursive writing. Much better than Tom Myers. Tom Myers could well, learn a thing or two. At least it was set up in a punchline. Yeah. I feel like Australian and Americans are very different because Americans are like, yeah, you go person up on stage. Yeah. Australians are like, no. you better bring your fucking A game because we will tear you apart. We started with this one. I've watched that like two or three times. The premise of the joke is so old. Yeah. And your take on it is still, is, is just as old. And that makes it a really bad joke. How would you write the joke? I, you know what? I don't even think I would use that as a premise. Right. Because it is so overplayed. It's. I, I agree. It's not an original... I feel like you're just going to McDonald's, if that makes sense. Yeah. You're, just getting, you're not getting anything cool, creative, it's new. So safe. Yeah. It is safe, and yeah. It and it only works for an older audience, hmm. you know? And even that, it's not that funny because I know lots of people who can't read cursive who are older. I know lots of people who can't read a map. Like, my dad can't read cursive very well and my mum definitely can't read a fucking map. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't even work for... Like, I guarantee if you put a map, you give her a map and you put it in the middle of the woods... And be like, hey, get out. Here's a map. She's like, I don't know what to do. 
That would be amazing. What would your mum do if you put her in the middle of the woods and t- like your mum and dad can't be together? Yeah. yeah like your mum had to get out by herself. No, your dad doesn't even need the map. Your dad's just like head this direction. Um, uh, your dad would do something like, "I'm just going to head this direction, and I'm going to go on a straight line, and I know how I'm going to go on a straight line because I'm going to go. There's my tree that I'm aiming for. I'm going to get to that tree, and then I'm going to aim for the next one that's yeah. basically in a straight line. Yeah, yeah. That's all your dad's going to do. Yeah. Your mum would just go in circles. Uh, no, sorry, no, sorry. I just feel like that's just. Is that fun? Well, okay, it's fine. It sounds like it's boring. As soon as you get to the hotel, Uh after that, the in laws were separated from us. Yeah. Right? But you've got to get to the hotel. Uh You get off the train, and my father in law's got a map. Yeah. And he goes, Just look at the map. We're in Germany. So not even like an Asian country, very Western. Mm -hmm. Right? You shouldn't be able to really <laughs> maps and languages. You should just be able to figure the shit out. Look, yeah. in fucking Vietnam where I don't I don't know the language and you you literally go by this is I'm at the war museum yeah Oh, I moved from Western Australia to Victoria and I was on my pencil. And then when I got to Victoria, everyone had their pen. So I never got my pen license. Well, so I never learned cursive. I'm a fraud. I know I'm a fucking fraud. I never got my, never did cursive, never got my pen license. Well, if we're ever going to hire an assistant for the show, they better fucking... They better have cursed. <laughs> you know how upset I was? Because people... When I, leave, when I was in Perth, people were starting to get their pen licenses and got certificates and a pen. Right? And then I, like my parents were like, yeah, fuck that. We're moving you to Melbourne. And then I turn up and everyone's got a pen. I'm like, I don't know what to do with a pen. I've never had a pen before. I was like, all right, well, just just fucking fake it till you make it. And then I got a PhD. <laughs> I didn't even need a pen for that. Uh huh. Great. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Describe what you see right now? That is not fucking art. That are are they mugs or cups or buckets? Buckets. 
Okay. Okay. But ready? He's about to unveil his art exhibition. Okay. His, his art thing. Okay. Ready? And there's an upside down bike on top of all these buckets. Wait, all the buckets falling over. Uh, no, no, the buckets fallen over in that order, the way that you saw at the end there, is the sculpture. What? That's it. Roman singer. Can I see how they fall again? So I know this doesn't work for a fucking podcast. No, no, no. Here we go. Let me describe it. Alright, turn the sound down, turn the sound down. Yeah. And there's people there to watch him have ten buckets tip over. Yeah, that's art. I don't fucking get it. I mean, I could do that and no one would turn up. It's true. It's true. Can we... We know, You know what I want to do, Tetch? We need, I want to do some trolling. Yeah. Right. I've always wanted to go to, like, a Victorian socialist event and just troll the fuck out of it. Yeah. But I also think we should go to art events and troll the fuck out of art events. No. So one of our first, early on in our dating life, mm. I said to her, hey, let's go to the art gallery just for something to do. You know, trying to be classy, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But we can't take anything seriously. So we play a game there and uh-huh. it's called, what's the, what is it going to be more of? Paintings of penises or paintings of dogs? Right. And we bet. <laughs> And then each of us have to count either if they're going to be more... I'm glad you didn't go to Mona. Paintings of dogs and painting. Huh. And you count each individual painting for the painting, not just the whole painting. Yeah. Uh, dogs won the last one because it was a dog painting over 30 dogs. That was pretty bad. Anyway, there was an exhibition in the Modern Art Gallery. Uh-huh. I really want to, like, do this game now. It's great. Yeah, that is a, that is a great game. Yeah. Yeah. But it keeps you distracted when you feel People like looking at this serious art piece, and you're like, yeah, that's, that's a penis. There's a penis there. <laughs> Next one. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Fuck, I'd be obnoxious there. Yeah. Sorry, chairs. Chairs. As in, like, what we sit on. What we're sitting on. Throughout history. Okay. Anyway, we got into the world and we're like, this is like, this is just an Ikea show. You know what I mean? Anyway, so Jess, I'm off looking at a chair. And Jess goes, is, is giggling on one side. And Jess goes, Anthony, and I look around, and there's a chair holding the door open. <coughs> yeah. And he just goes, is that part of the exhibition? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> or is it just holding a door? <laughs> oh, fuck! That's funny. Very up in there. She likes the upper classy sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. And she took me and my my brother and I and me and my dad to see Aunt Delia as a kid. Yeah. And my sister was about six or seven. Uh huh. And we're going through the upper. We finally got. It's always the modern art section that you always go to find the funniest stuff. We go to the modern art section, and there's a there's four giant paintings, square paintings, like five feet by five feet paintings, and it's they're called untitled one, two, three, and four, and they're white canvases, yeah, painted white. Uh huh. Those were the four pieces of art by this artist, and my brother is six or seven years old. And looks at these four pieces of art. He goes, but I could paint those. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't. I get, I get where people have painted like such detailed. Like, da Vinci's yes. Like, you know, the Donatello's and you know, Michelangelo's. Uh, even like. Uh, Picasso's. Picasso's Van Gogh's. I get all those. But, if I, but I just remember my mum driving my brother's like, hand over the mouth. You know, I got tackled by a security guard in an art gallery. <laughs> I was 15 at the time. Some school event. Number one, I could not give a shit about art. Yeah. And was about to walk into, I don't know, some art installation. Yeah. Like, wasn't. Was mucking around with my mates. And was literally about to, like, knock it over. And out of, like, nowhere, I just got crash-tackled by a security guard. Mm-hmm. True story. There's a chair falling out of the door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know what this is. I love Joe Biden. Uh-huh. I think he's going to be going down as the greatest president this immense world has ever seen. I was going to say he's the greatest light on a torch that's been flickering, and the battery is still holding. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the battery... The light's flickering, and you're like, this torch is about to die. I just I just need the torch to stay on just a little bit longer. For the next round? Oh, it's, it's, it's Trump versus Biden. Yeah, uh, because Trump, for an older gentleman, is very eloquent. Yeah. Despite the fact that people give him shit, he may use some dumb phrases, but they, you know, they're colloquial mm. in nature. And they're... They're funny, and he can still he can talk without the, the problem. Yeah. In front of his face, he does it all the time. Biden, I really don't think understands what he's he's even doing. And then he says, "But here's a couple of clips that I found. Uh-huh. I love it. Uh-huh. I think they should be excellent. Let's do it. Okay, let's listen to what uh, what Biden is saying here. Included groundbreaking Asian Americans like Vera Wang." And, and, and Joan Shingang, Shanga Koawa. Included groundbreaking eight. Play it again! Included groundbreaking Asian Americans like Vera Wang and, and, and Joan Shingang, Shanga Koawa. 
koala. Include it. Okay. Kindergarten through 12, speak Spanish? <laughs> no, think about it. That's a scary... What in the hell heck are we talking about here? <laughs> 26 out of every 100 students in grade, grades uh, kindergarten through 12, speak Spanish? <laughs> no, think about it. What in the hell heck are we talking about? Hang on, here? hang on. Is he trying to say 26 out of 100 kindergarten to year 12 students speak Spanish? Yeah. Yeah. And why? <laughs> why? Why what? That was a struggle. That was a struggle. I'm glad I interpreted that. Uh, but do you know what President Biden has done? What's that? Probably the the most amazing thing he's ever done uh-huh. is that he and his Supreme Court has decided that affirmative action in colleges around the country is no longer required. Now, do you know what affirmative action? What is? the fuck is affirmative action? Okay, affirmative action just means that hey, what was the what they found is the theory goes mm. that if you there's there's groups of people who don't get into colleges as often. Right. But if you go, you know what, we, we, we're going to be affirmatively actioning these people. We're going to get so many black or minority groups into college, even if they don't meet the requirements. Yeah. And what that will do is it will set the example like a golem effect. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, if, if you say, hey, these people are going to succeed, look at these other people that are succeeding, they'll succeed. And that's the thing. It's like, oh, we're going to get a bunch of these minority groups who don't usually get into colleges and mm. universities, and we're just going to give them positions. Mm-hmm. And because of that, everyone will be raised up because that's something they'll aspire to do. Provided they've got the ability Correct. to... to Correct. And all the research has come back and it's found that it's actually not really it's not working. Right? Did I did I ever tell you what happened with um I had a, a group of students a couple of years ago, all Aboriginal. Now, they had to government requirements things changed they had to come to to university and i was just a course of their many courses um and and they were they leveled it in okay all right what was fascinating very smart individuals the writing was on average horrendous and we we ended up changing the assessments and made them verbal, okay. basically. Like we got them to write, but yeah, yeah. but was like because uh, I was saying I was saying to my boss, going, they're going to fail, yeah. like they don't they shouldn't fail, but they can't do this how we assess doesn't doesn't work. Um, and what what was fascinating what well, like, what was fascinating about that and what my feedback was going, 
I thought it was great that we accepted, but I was like, there really needed to be a six or twelve month training program. Yeah. Well, that's what they found with this. It's like it's not the it's, education that that is the testing. Yeah. Right. That's what the standards actually do something different. But even they found with different kinds of tests, they weren't getting the grades. Yeah. To get into into college, and in fact, what this actually did by allowing people who weren't getting the right requirements of the university, it really wasn't affecting white people. Mm-hmm. What it was affecting more than anybody else was the Asian American community. Mm-hmm. Because the Asian Americans, you know, when you take off, when, when you go, oh, we're going to push things down. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's say there's, Ten Asian Americans, one misses out. Yeah, a bigger percentage, like ten percent, yeah. misses out, rather than like you know, out of a thousand white people, uh-huh. um, ten miss out. It's a, you know, it's only point one percent. Yeah, so got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. What this was doing was going. What we're going to do is we're going to give these you know twenty spots to the white, the black people, but it was affecting the Asian community percentage wise, the Asian people wise the most mm. because they were getting the not only the requirements they used, but far exceeding it. Right. So by allowing one minority in, uh-huh. they were not allowing... They were excluding other minorities. Yeah, fascinating. Did it quite amaze me. And that's why I said this that in here. Like, hey, Avera, affirmative action is over in the United States, but only for black people. And it, she goes and breaks this down, and she can't do numbers, can't do that, but it's supposed to be. But realistically... Yeah, it's the affirmative action is not help was helping black people, early black people, whereas other minority groups, we're talking about Asian, Indian, these people actually can do the test. Do mm. stay out. That's across the board. Happens in each country. Mm. See, this is the thing where the idea is good, but the execution, execution is terrible. So here, I've got a clip here, and. Uh, and there's a clip here from Vice, mm-hmm. and they're talking about exactly this sort of stuff. This Asian guy's talking. Let's just have a listen. And I thought this was really funny because he was talking about this was like happened like a year ago. This clip, but it really came in really cohesive now with the advent of removing um, affirmative action. Mm-hmm. Statistically, it is true that Asians, right, on average make more money, like in terms of medium, make more money, better test scores, get into better colleges, all that stuff. I think the question is, why is that? And I don't know if model minority, whatever that label wants That's to be. That's actually a myth because not, we cannot be... Um, well, no, listen. Well, let me finish my point. We need to observe what makes people successful and unsuccessful. And I think when you look at trends that are generally true in the Asian community, not of everyone, but are generally true, usually you have families that are sticking together. You have, um, you know, people are taught to work hard in school, not get into trouble. I think that translates to why Asians on mass are successful. And I don't think you have to be Asian or white for that matter to not have kids out of wedlock, not, you know, commit crime, not, not cause trouble, what whatever happening? it is. It's just a matter of like, well, common sense. That's what makes people successful. And if that's so-called assimilation, having a nuclear family, buying a house, going to school, whatever it is, then yeah, okay, call me a pro-assimilation then. I think there's a difference between assimilation and erasure. Yeah. I love the fact... Okay, this is once again a podcast, so not very visual. But there was a lot of other people on this panel who were like, 
in disbelief of what he was just saying. <laughs> Let me finish. And I'm my not point. surprised. He's the only one in a suit. <laughs> Not having to move every two years. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you actually get married and have a child, you're preparing to bring a child into the world. Yeah. A cohesive unit. Financially, they've done these things where it's like, who are the wealthiest people in society? Married people. Yeah, of course. It, the, and it's really interesting. It's the it, Yeah, and it's not necessarily high-income earners, but it's married people because you now work together. Yeah. And you're working together on goals. Yeah. Yeah. Wealth as we can to provide for yeah X Y and Z you know and and it's fun like the amount you saw in the video the amount of blue haired mm-hmm. very obviously very liberal mm-hmm. people just utterly gobsmacked by going you know what uh don't don't have a child like by yourself with you know uh setting setting boundaries and just a Discipline, having, yeah. having you know, a father and a mother in the same household, probably good, you know, probably has more of an influence on being, you know, a valued member in society than skin color mm-hmm. or race. I and if that isn't this, I think if, oh, if that's a simulation, well, probably it's part of a simulation. But I'm I'm sorry to say, but I'm pretty sure like. Japan is pretty big on having both parents mm-hmm. in their house. Like, I would even say Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. Very, very strong. Europe is very strong. Like having a mother and a father. Marriage. I would say a lot of highly developed countries value that very high. I think a lot of people value that. I would say the majority. Yeah, do. yeah. I think it's just university maybe 16 to 30 years old hmm. who really don't understand the value of these sort of things. Hmm. And until they hit that 30-year-old mark... Until they start paying taxes. I don't even think <laughs> No, I, I... I think for women, it's as soon as they hit the mark where if they're single hmm. and they don't have children or they don't have a partner, that's when they start basically reverting back. Mm-hmm. And I think with men, I think it's as soon as they start working out. Mm-hmm. I think they go, you know, there's not articles that came out that um, people who are right, people who work out are more right wing. More right wing. Yeah. And you're like, well, I, I don't know. It's, it's not causation causing correlation with what it's like. It's just, I think people who like to work out have that discipline. But but when you I like to be independent, like that libertarian. Yeah. I want to be separate. I, I don't want to depend on others. 
mm-hmm. and I like self improvement. Yeah, it's self it's self improvement. It's also when you work for self-care, something. Self care. Yeah, self And you're working towards something. And I I also look at this and go, um. I'm on a very nice salary. Yeah. And I have got friends and we've got friends and we're both on very good salaries. We do right. We do we do quite well. And I look at some friends and things like that and I go uh, I I used to hate it being a student. Right? Because I was like, oh, my friends have got jobs and I'm still a student. Yeah. And they've got money and I don't have money. Basically, like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. and but I was like, no, that stick this out because this is going to be worth it. And I look at my friends who had jobs before me or whatever, and I now I'm like, I've fucking overtaken them. Yeah. And I'm and I'm really ha- I'm going. This has taken. I've worked for this. I have worked for the. I I. This hasn't come overnight. Yeah. I look at it and go, like, sometimes it depends on salary. Yeah. Like, yeah, but, like, in five years, you realise that you could probably sell it for $10 million. <laughs> you get sick of it and you never have to work mm. again. Or you just become a business consultant. And you go, yeah, this is how you start a business. This is how you set something up. You've actually, and people will actually pay you money because you've done it. Done it. Yes. You're not someone who's, like, you, like you've actually. You. Yeah. yeah. You, you've you act- don't have a degree in accounting or finance or business, but it's like, yeah, but you actually learn this business, you raise, and it's, you know, You actually hire them. staff and pay them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, right. that, that's the important part. And you are responsible for paying them for that's, basically. That's, that's the same for us. Like, you know, in, in your career, you, like, you know how to do, you know, you work clinically, you work privately, you work in a in, in university, and you know how to do research. Same for me, I know how to do finance, HR, procurement, project management. It's like, well, all that stuff there, you can't just get out of education. Mm-hmm. You know, you've actually got to take on a lot of responsibility and understand a lot more than mm. you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. And all of those things there come from discipline and having parents who set good work ethic early on. And it's not a simulation, because otherwise, I've said this before, Italians are blind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you the reason why. I've improved Italians are blind. But my, my other thing is, right, I... We eat spicy food. I am really into barbecuing, right? Yeah. And this is the thing. My barbecuing is getting really good, but it's but it's also because I've been doing it I'm not talking about ideas. Like each time I barbecue, I make a tweak, yeah. and I'm improving it. Uh, and I just, I, I just don't. They just don't understand it. They just. Yeah, I got some news articles. We, we're, we're, you know. It is time for the motherfucking news with the we only one take right this. You really caught something, motherfucker. 
Burger King's new offering in Thailand has no meat and 20 slices of cheese. There it is. Yeah. If you go to Spotify and type in Burger King, they have a whole EP out about their burgers. It's amazing. Oh my god. I highly recommend checking out the Burger King EP. Burger King EP. It's Fair enough. Great. It's great. Uh, whipping around in the news again, Church. Yeah. Uh, the Taliban is sticking with Twitter. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Twitter beats out threads. Uh, the fundamental group thinks uh, Meta's content policy, which includes a ban on support for, or praise for terrorist or hate groups, is intolerant. And uh, Twitter is where it's at for I the Taliban. I, I, I was on a video, I was sort of bored of it, and the guy goes, I can't believe that Donald Trump will stand up without the Taliban. <laughs> and someone goes, yeah, but the, the Taliban break the terms of service. So <laughs> I'm just like, man, I don't know, man. I feel like <laughs> they've broken up with this. Maybe we should. But I'm, I'm all for I, I love the, I love the Taliban. I think that they're actually the real winners in all of this. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. We've we've forgot about Afghanistan. That's right. What what else you got for us, Titch? Ben and Jerry's activism is in the, speaking of fast food, the ice cream. Ice cream, yeah. Backfires after indigenous tribes ask for their land back. So let's get to it. Ben and Jerry's has always been like, hey, give Palestine, you know, free Palestine, all that sort of stuff. Give people back their land, all that. They're very activist. Right. And this. Um, They've got a big headquarters, mm-hmm. and um, this indigenous person has gone. Well, actually, your headquarters is on indigenous land. Can I have it? Uh, and like, oh no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> That's not how it works. We've got talking points. We don't actually do you anything. Don't actually, yeah. Um, so there you go. That's pretty good. And I've got one more article here. Um, Bunnings worker raises over a hundred and ninety-one dollar tax return. So. What happened was this woman put uh, put in her tax return. They claimed all the things that she could, and and she got back and said, "Hey, you go, yep, uh, actually, we paid one hundred ninety one dollars too much tax last financial year. Here's your refund." And she's like, "What do you mean? That's all I got? I should be getting ten thousand dollars refund." Right. And all these people, she's really angry. Yeah. And all these people were just like, "Well, no, people." Like, you should, well, technically, the way the PAYB system works, if you've just got your income, uh-huh. you shouldn't actually be getting any money back. Uh-huh. Or any money, you shouldn't have to pay any money. Because PAYB works out how much money you're And just goes, yep, that's how much, this is how much tax you should pay. And they take it out straight away. And she's complaining about it. Everyone else in the comments is like, oh, I don't know about you, but I'm tight. So it's just funny. These are the same people that go, oh, you didn't teach me tax at school. Because you, you wouldn't have listened to any of this. <laughs> uh, uh, Church, I got one more for you. Uh, fl- in uh, Florida, a Japanese steakhouse is closing after meth found in soy sauce. That's pretty good. They've got cocaine in the, uh, the White House. Uh, uh, doesn't fucking surprise me. Yeah, uh, there's like a private room. All the fucking like workers, oh, I'm sure on coke. 
This is why they don't drug test it. I feel like they are real though. I would want to be on, on the side of that they are real. Yeah. Yeah. Which one's that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Fascinating. Yeah, they need to take that nuclear weapon and 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 put it near that person who wasn't wearing any pants. That was a nuclear bomb. Ah, I'm fucking fired up, Church. On threads! We don't have an account yet. Ah, uh, probably Spotify. And if you want to email us, email us desperate rant reviews at we only do the hate podcast at gmail.com. Sure, thank you so much for being fired up today. I'm going to leave it there. You are listening to the We Only Do One Take Podcast. <laughs> only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. (laughs) 